start right now living an extraordinary life. Join your life coach and favorite auntie, Carla D. Tillery, and co-host L.A. on The Chair Chronicles. Having those important life talks and giving you advice to help you live your best life. L.A. Hey. We've got another great topic for today. All right. Let's dig in. Let's dig in. Okay. So we want to continue. We've been talking about like communication. Yes. And we've talked before about things not to say in the workplace. Yes. That was and good. now what we want to do is talk about things not to say in relationship with people that you love. Yes. That's a good one. And it's yeah. still very similar in terms of there's things that we can say that people will just hang on to and remember. Yes. So even if you're in like a heated argument, mm -hmm. sometimes you are hoping that right. the other person will be like, okay, they just yeah. have a bad day. <laughs> exactly. So we'll let it, go. let it go. Right. But there are things that can be said that sometimes just will not let you go. They cling on to you. Right. And right. it can be harmful in your relationship. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not just short term, but long term. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You get in another argument and they'll bring it back up. But mm -hmm. you said. Right. And so our words have so much power. They really do. And and again, it's about being mindful. And when we're in the moment, we're just not. Let's just be clear. Right. None of us are. But I think by talking about it and being aware. Right. It kind of helps you to say, let me dial it back. Right. Think about what I need to say and how I need to mm -hmm. say it so that it's not something that comes up later on that you exactly. don't regurgitate because we all can hold on to things. Oh, yeah. And like you said, it can really harm your relationships, especially people that you love. Especially people that you yeah. love. And mm -hmm. what I find, you know, so interesting when I'm working with, you know, couples mm -hmm. um, or just different families yes. when it comes to things that were said mm -hmm. is having to go through and dissect what oh. did you really mean right. versus what you said? Ah, because That's most of the difference. time people are are talking out of their feelings, right? right. And they're not talking factually. They're not thinking about dotting the i, no. crossing the t. <laughs> Who got time to do that when you Nobody like when does. you want to try to get your point across? That's it. That's <laughs> so, it. <laughs> so sometimes we we're not saying what we really want to say mm -hmm. and we're not saying what the heart is saying mm. what we're doing is we're just saying what our anger is saying or what right. whatever that emotion is at right. the time right and then we once we've calmed down and once we've let it out then we realize i know uh, I, I shouldn't have said that mm. i shouldn't have said well, that. i meant what i said right but right you know. and maybe you didn't mean to say it how you said it either right. Right. So, so let's yeah, begin. I've got good. a few. Yes. I've got a few things I want everybody to take note <laughs> to. These are things that you should not say in right. a relationship with people right. that you really care about. Yes. So, let's uh, let's start with one of these phrases. Okay. Here you go. If you really love me, you do it. Okay. So that's manipulation to me. It sounds like manipulation. Absolutely. I mean, it's essentially emotional blackmail. Yeah. Um, you're trying to. Make someone else do something because you either feel it's the right thing mm -hmm. to do um, or you feel like it has to be done your mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. Your way. Mm -hmm. So if you love me, mm -hmm, you do it. <laughs> you don't really love me. You don't love me. Because you yeah. didn't do it. Right. And, and, and that can 
you know, that emotional blackmail is just so not healthy. It's not. It's not healthy at all. Mm -mm. So why don't you, you know, you need to kind of find another way of saying it. Maybe it is, you know, I really would like for you to do this for me. It would right. mean a lot to me. There and sometimes we need to just express what it means to us right. versus trying to hold someone hostage and saying you just have That's to right. do it. That's right. Because do we want that person to just do it just to get us to shut up? You know, there, there's no feeling behind it. They mm -hmm. really don't want to do it and mm -hmm. by you saying that again that manipulation that's making me do something that i probably would just do naturally mm -hmm. had you rephrase you know had you phrase it some kind of way right you know and it actually makes that person look at you too and say okay you're a manipulator you're you're you know it's all about you you're all selfish. about you you're right. selfish oh you're, you're selfish. selfish oh girl you're that's another one <laughs> you know that's another one look you already in it <laughs> That was another one that was noted by this relational therapist that mm -hmm. says, we're, we're not supposed to tell people that you're selfish. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Okay. We think that. Yeah. So right. instead, um, it, it is, do, is there, is, are you distracted or is your focus somewhere else mm -hmm. right now? Okay. Because okay. what you feel like you need is, is not being given to you. Selfish turns some people off. Yes, it even does. though I agree, right. it is like yeah. Sometimes yeah, you just exactly. like you you acting you, very selfish yeah, right now. Exactly, but yeah. it also depends on how are you saying it. Right, in right. terms of your selfish. Mm, okay, right? that's a different way of looking at it because I. I wouldn't have known that it's not right to tell someone they're selfish, especially when there when there's behaviors that you see and it's like, right, you acting like a brat. But again, mm -hmm. you know, in the heat of a moment, it doesn't come off mm -hmm. really clean. It comes off like judgmental. True. It comes off to the point True. where you may be, feel like you're holier than thou, mm -hmm. and so you're looking at someone saying, "No, you're selfish. Uh -huh. I'm thinking about everybody, but you're being selfish." True. Very true. And it does. It but that's it a, does. it's a phrase. That's a common phrase, isn't it? It is. It is. It's a common phrase. Yeah, so but, I think too, we always, I think, need to think about how are we saying things, the tone, yes. like what's, what's the circumstances around it mm -hmm. and see if we can find some alternative communication phrases yeah. that really convey what we're really trying to say. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're, if you want to say to someone that they're being selfish, Another thing to say is this situation or whatever it is, point it out and say, this matters to me. And I would like for you to think about how I feel. Uh, I would like for you to consider my perspective. Right. When you put it on you and take it off, off of, of the, the other person. You're more likely to get you're the more response likely. that you exactly. need and you want. That's true. Exactly. It's, all, it's, it's not what we say. It's how we it's say it. It's how we say it and mm -hmm. who owns it. Yes. And I always say in, in an emotional kind of discussion <laughs> that's that's a better word for saying like argument. argument right right <laughs> but when you're going at it with someone mm -hmm. express your position the the more you do that and the less you attack and say mm -hmm. you 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 mm -hmm. the the conversation most likely will go a lot better right i'm not saying it will get resolved right but it the chances that it'll it'll be um Better at the end right. is if you take ownership mm, for things. Mm. So that's refer true. to you in those statements. Yeah, that's a good one. So what you got? You got any? All right, I have one. <laughs> I wish things were how they used to be. Mm, I wish things were how they used to be. Right. Yeah. 
So I think when we make that kind of statement, you know, we're thinking about the honeymoon phase. We're think we're reminiscing <laughs> about, you know, those great times. And in any relationship, mm-hmm. things change and people change. Right. And it doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. And I think when we make those kind of statements, what happens is we don't allow the relationship to grow. Or we don't think about the, the happiness and, and the great ways that that relationship is going to change and mm-hmm. grow. We were focusing so much on what used to be that what we're saying is where we are now is not good. Right. And that doesn't necessarily mean that, that that's the case. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and it is really perspectives, right, mm-hmm. of the individuals in the relationship. And I think sometimes we hold our past as hostage, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Particularly if it's something that favored you or you favored your position <laughs> or that made you look yeah, good. Yeah. Of course you're going to want things to stay the same. Of course. But I always say this, where is the growth? Mm. Because how about saying, I want our future to be better? Ah. Because if it, if it. you hold that time mm-hmm. like locked, like a it's a time capsule and that's where you want to stay and live, then there's no chance, no opportunity for growth and for things to be better and for your life to improve. Yeah. Yeah. So I want things to be better. Right. Better than look, if that was good to you. Then can we make that better? Like, so let's make our future better. Right, right. So it doesn't mean and it doesn't diminish right. those great times, those great memories. That's what they're. That's what they. What they're called memories. Memories, exactly. So that's a good. Yeah, one. That's, that's a good, good one. one. I like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one, and it's similar to what you just said, but is it's more directed to the individual. You've changed. Hmm. you've changed and and let me see can i say it a little little better you've changed does that still feel off i think so because it, it doesn't necessarily for me bring up a negative feeling but it could be that well i guess the question would be then changed in what way i don't know if the person would would but get defensive about it because change is good. I mean, change, change, can, be, change can be good. Change can be good. Can be right, good. right, right. Exactly. I mean, so for that one, what what other way could you express yourself? Just about? say what you like. <laughs> so uh-huh. if if I'm looking at, let's just say, um, let's just say it's it's a parent relationship, okay. and maybe it's a little girl who's getting her hair done, mm-hmm. and you know, you 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 you've changed how you do my hair. Mm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Right. And right. so maybe it is about saying, you know what? I like when you do my hair this way. Ah, okay. Okay. Whether it's a parent relationship or your hairdresser, because you know that's an important that, relationship. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> with your hairdresser mm-hmm. or your barber. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and I think if we flip that with a parent and let's say an adult child, um, you've had a kind of codependent kind of relationship Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the older child decides to get therapy or decides that, listen, this is, we're just too close. We, you know, I need my space. Mm. And so as you begin to change, Mm. obviously the parent or whomever this is, is going to see that and it's going to make them uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So I think again, because they're uncomfortable, then they'll say, You've changed. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm not used to this 
person this that new you person, are. right? Because exactly. I, I'm comfortable the way we are, right? You know, so I can see that happening where you say you've, you know, where a person will say you've changed, right? I have, and it's right. okay to say yes, I have changed. It's okay to say that and to acknowledge if you have changed in some way. Mm-hmm. I think just the statement you've changed is just not enough. It's and not sometimes enough. it can set people off. Right. Um, particularly if you feel like they haven't changed in a positive way. Right. right? Mm-hmm. I think, you know, you've changed and I love this this new way you're behaving. Right. Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Right. I think that can go very well. Absolutely. But I think if you're saying that there's something, a new behavior mm-hmm. that you don't like or distance has been created because I'm not used to this new you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we do not navigate our relationships through our changes. Sometimes people like to go through those places alone. And so Mm. they start to build separation. Right. And then when they build separation and then when they want to reconnect, now you're reconnecting with someone you did not see go through those changes. So you don't know how to turn with that person in that relationship. Right. Right. And I've experienced that. And 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 for that person, it was wonderful. For me, I was concerned because Mm. they were doing something totally different and it mm-hmm. was it was a separation period but it wasn't a separation from me mm. but i felt like i didn't i didn't take it personal i knew that they were needing to do something mm-hmm. they didn't have to share that they needed separation mm-hmm. but again like you said leaving it open and saying you've changed right what does that mean what does that mean yeah 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 and i'll i'll give you an example too where I recall when I was, um, you know, in my 20s, when I was raising my children, mm-hmm. um, I was not as connected mm-hmm. as I had been. My whole life changed. You got two kids you trying to take yeah. care of. You're trying to work and then you got to come home and clean the house and husband, you're going back and forth yes. to daycare. You know, you're doing all these different things. I was not on the phone. I was not hanging out socially like I had been. Mm-hmm. And so... By the time I reconnected, I was, I, you know, some of my perspectives and, and things had changed. My world had changed mm-hmm. and I started to see things a little differently. Yeah. And so I remember people saying, you know, you've changed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> After two kids. Yeah. yeah. Two kids and a husband. Yeah. I, definitely, I would say you changed. I yeah. definitely changed. <laughs> I definitely changed. All right. Here's okay. another one. I feel like you don't need me anymore. I feel like you don't need me anymore. So again, (laughs) that's that holding someone emotionally responsible (laughs) for you. Mm -hmm. Um, The first thing that came to my mind was being insecure. Yeah. This person, you need them in order to feel right. Okay with yourself. Right. Not a good look. Yeah. Is it truly that? You know, I mean, it could be. You know, like I said, that was my first thought that came to my mind. Mm -hmm. Oh, this person is really insecure to say that this other person doesn't, you know, they feel like they're not Mm -hmm. needed. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, I think relationships, strong relationships, there is something dependent. There's a dependency. Right. And you factor there. That the person wants Wants you. you. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, I don't know how strong relationships can survive without sort of like this co 
sort of dependency or mm-hmm. this. And I don't mean that in a bad no, way. I mean not. that in a healthy way. There's something that we're engaging with each other. Right. And obviously there's something we're getting out of oh, this relationship. Right. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So if it feels one sided, mm-hmm. then I can see how someone would, would right. want to say, I feel like you don't need me anymore. Right. And what does this mean for our relationship? Mm. I think if it's coming from an insecure place, that would concern me. Right. But if it's not, and you're just saying our relationship is changing, the dynamics are right. changing. Right. Let's have a let's let's talk because I'm concerned. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, so maybe it's good. I don't feel like you don't need me anymore, and maybe the conversation is more geared towards you know, are you are you feeling satisfied? In this I was getting ready to say yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I think that's that's where the difference is. Yeah. Uh, if you're able to verbalize it and know that it's not about you being insecure, saying I can't make it without this person. Exactly. Exactly. And it's truly that hmm, we seem to have started to disconnect from one another. Right. What's going on? I, I feel that, that that we're losing that connection. Mm-hmm. There is a big difference. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's knowing what that is. Knowing what that is. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay, that's a good one. <laughs> what you got? Okay. You're so boring, you cramp my style. <laughs> now, Listen. let's just be clear. In no an way. argument... <laughs> <laughs> that would not be nice to say. That would not be nice to say. You're so boring. You cramped my style. Yeah. 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 I I I believe that the, you know. I think in all relationships, there there is a a point in time where you become very comfortable and mm-hmm. you kind of you know and when you're yeah. in that gushy stage and you're always finding new things to do together and you know you want to spend time together and it's oh, great. Yeah. Dating and marriage is two, can be two different places. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. And and I'm a Gemini and we, we do get bored pretty quickly. Um, but Ooh. I realize... <laughs> You better confess confessions on the Chair Chronicles. <laughs> but I would never tell someone they cramp my style. Right, right. So, you know. So, so what yeah. would you say then if you feel like the uh, adventure, the mm-hmm. the high level of energy and, mm-hmm. you know, just that kind of um, spontaneity is gone? Then say it. Say, listen, I, I feel like, you know, our relationship is a little flat. You know, you know, um, I think we've gotten so comfortable. Mm-hmm. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with comfortable. But comfortable does not necessarily mean that if I come to you and say, hey, let's just take a walk. I don't feel like taking a walk. Mm-hmm. And there are times where depending on what someone is dealing with in life. Right. They mm-hmm. may not want to be engaged mm-hmm. in so many different activities and things. Right. And they can appear to be boring. Right. So I would encourage that person to do more discovery to find out what's going on with that individual right particularly if they used to do it and then they stopped, stopped. right right if right. they never did it okay well that's another <laughs> <laughs> then we've got to explore we got to right. explore that relationship because exactly. you know you right. would respond depending on how you're yeah. not gonna tell your mama you're born no, definitely not. <laughs> so no, maybe not in that. Yes, right. Not, yes. So I think I think it is like you said. It, it is you know again taking the temperature in the room. Right. You in that relationship will know if there's if there's a shift in behaviors, a right. shift in emotion and feeling, and just just probe. Are you mm-hmm. okay? Is everything okay? Right. Ask questions. Ask. Ask questions yeah. as opposed to kind of making a statement and giving someone a label. Mm. 
Right. Mm. Labels. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> All right. Here's another one for relationships since you opened up that door. Yes. Things you should not say would be, you make me whole. You make me whole. That is, um, that's a dangerous phrase to say be, for, for so many different reasons. Mm-hmm. And I think we, a, a lot of people that I know have come accustomed to saying, you know, um, you complete me, um, you know, marriage is 50-50 or our partnership is 50-50. Mm-hmm. And to say that you make me whole puts a lot of pressure uh-huh. on that relationship for fulfillment, satisfaction, and to make someone happy. That is almost impossible. Listen. Impossible. <laughs> it is impossible yeah. mm-hmm. to really complete someone and right. to make someone else happy. Right. And I see it time and time again. I hear it over and over again. Mm-hmm. And we make these comments towards each other um. to, to put the ownership or someone else someone to make else. you happy. And it's too much pressure. Way too much pressure. And guess what? They're not going to be able to do They're it. They're not going to do it. They're, They're not, not going to be able to do it. They're not going to be. No. And if they try, or even if you say someone makes you happy mm-hmm. and makes you fulfilled. I'm not saying that someone can't can't um, cause that feeling to, to right. occur for you, right? right? Right. I can do something. You'd be like, oh, this makes me feel good. Yes. Right? I'm so happy you did that for me. Right. We're not talking about acts of kindness. No. I'm talking about a state of happiness yes. that you are re- are putting on the relationship yes. to do. And that is something that cannot be done. And it's not fair. It's, it's not, not fair. fair. It's not fair to that other person. And it's not fair to yourself. Right. Because, again, that's where you have to look at where those feelings are coming from. Mm-hmm. Examine why do I feel like in order to be happy, uh, to feel whole, I have to depend on someone, someone else. else. Oh, yes. That's it. Because, That's listen, it. we are an imperfect people. Right. I don't care how much we want to strive for perfection. Listen, I'm almost there. You better go now. <laughs> <laughs> and, again, we're supposed to be striving to right, get right, there. Right. And that, exactly. keeps us, that keeps us moving. That's right. We got to strive towards so, something. But we're not there. You're right. absolutely and right. And so that person comes with their own flaws. They come right. with their own hang-ups and right. all of these things. Right. So if you are putting all of this pressure on them and if they don't rise to the occasion, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. does that leave you? Where does that leave you? And what happens... For the person that you need to complete you, mm. something happens to them. What if they die? What if they what if they become uh, extremely ill and and now are unable to? Right. So what do you do in those cases? You're done because that person no longer has the capacity to continue to do things for you if they're not here, one. Right. Or two, if they're incapacitated in some mm. way. We cannot put our state of yeah. happiness, our state of, of fulfillment in someone else's hand. Can't we have it. to command our own life. Yes. We have to command our own experience. Yes. We have to command our own happiness. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. Hashtag. Hashtag. My own life. My own happiness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And then two people come together and you share in that. You share that, right? Yeah. But you don't have the expectation that that's going to be given to you. Right. Again, this is different from acts of kindness. Right. Totally different. Totally different. Totally different. That's a really good that one. That is a good that's one. That's a good I, one. It's, it's, 
I see it time and time again, mm. people um, wanting to be in relationships, feeling like that that is what's going to solve their mm. unhappiness. Right. And they soon discover after the relationship g- goes through those, mm-hmm. you know, that uphill of honeymoon and all of that and being excited because you're in this new relationship. Uh-huh. Once that starts to stabilize, then the unhappiness of who you are starts to resurface again and you've got to deal with it. Yeah. you got to deal with it. All right. Here's another one. Okay. Um, you make me feel guilty for hanging out with my friends. You make me feel guilty. Every time I go out to try to hang out with the guys or hang out with the girls, you throw it up in my face and you try to make me feel guilty about having a good time outside of you. Of you. That comes up. Yeah. Because guess what? That other person may not have some friends. That they- <laughs> That's another person. So me and my husband go back and forth. I mean, we do it in a jovial way, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. So when he goes out, with, I'm like, you leaving again? You going out with the guy? And then he'll come back and say, well, you just went on a whole nother state with your girlfriends. I can't help it. You do yours once every three months. Right. And I, 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 see my, I see my friends every week. So, right. so we talk about the frequency like it's, like it's right. a big deal. Right. But we do that in a joking way. But there are a lot of people yeah. that have issues when their partner hangs out with other people. Right. And I think it, it, it also comes down to trust. Mm-hmm. Do you trust your partner? Is there is there a level of trust there? Have right. you know, I personally pray when the Lord sends them to me that he does have, I mean, really good friends. I'm not Absolutely. talking about those friends that are uh intrusive and, and, and mm-hmm. but friends that have a balance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and and I want him to because I, I don't want to be his only friend. I, there you go. <laughs> I need my time to myself, whether it's with my friends or whether it's just me. Exactly. Again, it's that you're my whole world. Yes. That's that other and that's part. scary. So it's trust being insecure too mm. that will not allow um, yourself to um, have those, rela- have your partner have those relationships right. without you thinking something is going on and right. happening. Right. Now, not to say that there haven't been some issues with people. Right. Well, those, that's the individual. It's not the situation. Right. The situation is actually healthy mm-hmm. for people to have friends that right. they can connect with, right. that they can socialize with, that mm-hmm. they can share different things with. Mm-hmm. It does not always need to be your partner. Right. It is absolutely healthy right. for your partner to have friends. Right. And then the, the two of you also have right. something that's very special right. and unique. And one of the things that I find that's key is you should know who their who his friends are. Mm-hmm. He should know who your friends are. So there should be a, a point in time when you all start to get together or have been together in different situations and different you know that's events right. and things like that. And that's when you'll get to know who yeah. they are. Right. You know, and I think we ain't talking close. about those mystery friends. No. No. I'm having a problem. You with ain't that. never seen, never heard right. about them. Exactly. Yeah. Or you're not being introduced to them. Exactly. So those are those are red flags to me. Those are red flags. But if you know that you know, on Sundays, you know, at least one Sunday a month that, you know, your mate and the guys are going to get together and they're going to, they're going to watch football and, and all of that. You host it sometime and say, Hey, one, well, you know, exactly. Be a part of that and let him know, listen, I'm secure. You know, it's the guy's night. Right. Because just like you want to be able to do that with your girls. Exactly. You know? And so it's absolutely healthy. So this yes, is definitely okay. something 
um, that you should yeah. uh, be aware of because yeah. it is a red flag. Yes. And I've got one more. Okay. Um, do you love me more than her or him? <laughs> oh, Again, I mean, we've been talking about things that you should not say in relationships because right. they can um, hang on. Some of these are uh, attached to insecurities, yeah. not having trust, mm -hmm. um, a host of things. Right. And so this certainly kind of is in the same pot. Right. To have those questions mean that perhaps there's something else going on in the relationship mm -hmm. right. that definitely need to come to surface more so than you asking this question. Yeah. Cause that, that one. That, yeah. I mean, if it say for instance, you're asking him, do you love me more than your mom? You can't compare the mm. two. It's two different types of relationships. Right. So that's, that's different. But there are times where people feel like the more time you spend mm -hmm. in those situations, whether right. it's a mom or someone else or best friend, right. that right. they feel mm -hmm. like that they love them more than they love you because of the time spent. Right. 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 Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it can be very divisive in a relationship. Yeah. Yeah. The in-laws issue yeah. you know yeah. mama's boys mm. daddy's mm. girls yeah i mean it doesn't matter you right. know besties right. you yeah. know they yeah. were besties before you got married right <laughs> they were my mama before yeah. we got yeah. married mm -hmm. they gonna always be in my that life that was my you daddy know? who took care of me and spoiled me before <laughs> we got married and so right. you hear these things right. come up all the time and right. so then it becomes competitive ah there you go and then that and then the, and them? then the phrase comes up. You love them more than you love right. me. So I think it's all about boundaries, boundaries, and establishing healthy, healthy boundaries. Right. Establishing those healthy right. boundaries. Right. And sometimes that's going to take some negotiating. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Because if someone is in a relationship and they have a parent that's sick, that's a different, it's a different. That's a different situation, and you've got to think right. like holistically and not be selfish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or is that the meddling mother-in-law or uh -oh, the meddling uh -oh. mother, you know, who the son used to share all of his business with, with or she used to tell the mom all of her business. There you go. And so the mom is coming in with a whole different perspective because she's used to being so involved. Right. So you, you know, where do you set up those boundaries? You exactly. Know? So exactly. Yeah, it, it can yeah. definitely be. <laughs> or that best friend, you tell her everything. Everything. So, you know, so when, you know, you yeah. stop having your argument and you're back to the love phase, she's looking at him with the side eye and you're like, why are you mad at my man? Right. Exactly. So, exactly. Because someone didn't maintain some healthy boundaries. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Right. That's a good one. All right. So listen, yes. please let us know if you have some phrases that bother you when yes. you hear them, uh, when a loved one tells you that and you're like, that sets me off. Yes. Please comment and let us know and share those ideas with us. And we'll love to pick it up on another episode. We appreciate you so much for tuning in. Be sure to like this episode, share this episode with your friends and your partners. And we hope that you always stay tuned with us. Listen, we want you to live your best life yes. and always stay tuned and stay connected on The, the Chair Chronicles. Chronicles.